0: On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
1: What up? What up? You got me? All right, it's still not on. What up? This is Old School, Jay Foreman, Austin. Uh, Like we told you all week, we got a special guest in. We got Jason Peters sitting in. This is a special edition coming from uh, 1040 O Street. We're brought to you by the Mercado Certified Piedmontese Special Ingredients of Butcher Shop, 84th and Havelock, 30th and Yankee Hill. Um, without further ado, Jason, welcome to the new uh, studio. Look yeah. a little bit different than when you were at the ticket a few yeah. years ago, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that was that was when it was over on uh, 48th. 48th yeah, 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 this is nice. You guys got nice digs here.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's still you know, there's still got a lot of stuff going on. We got a podcast room back there, yep. but. Um, thought it would be good to bring you in because, you know, one thing um, I think is like when you have great players that were really good here, you can ask them specifics about certain positions that, you know, I know a little bit, but you're an expert at it. We're going to dive right into it. Defensive line, I think, at least from my opinion, played a little bit better. First, talk about what it takes to be a good defensive lineman, and then where do you see some guys improve uh, to be a little bit more consistent this year?
0: Yeah, I I think the thing that, that, and we heard a lot about it from the moment that that Coach Rule got here was he was trying to make them tougher, right? Toughness, toughness, toughness about how he preached it all the time. You want to be a tough football team. I think when you talk about, especially on the line of scrimmage, whether it's offense or defense, you better have tough guys, right? right? I mean, especially now in the Big Ten Conference. You know, there's still a lot of power football. Uh, You got to be able to stop the run, which Nebraska did a pretty good job of, you know, especially later on in the season. Um, But uh, yeah, you know, I I think to start with, you got to be tough. And then obviously, you know, the difference usually between the offensive and defensive guys is, you know, athleticism, Right. you know, I mean, it'd be a lot easier if we had somebody fat, you know, like Hoskinson or Taylor or somebody (laughs) sitting next to us to, to go through this segment because it would make it certainly a lot more fun talking about how fat they are and unathletic. Um, you know, if the guys pl- that played back in our day, they had to be athletic, though, right. as well. But, you know, there, it was just you, you kind of you figured out w- which side of the ball you belonged on. Um, yeah, real quick. But, yeah, you got to be able – you know, some guys are better at being told what to do, when to do it um defensive guys they don't have that luxury right i mean they gotta kind of uh, they kind of anticipate snap count you gotta have great hands you gotta be able to to react to things um you know so yeah um you know th- those are some staples i think but uh you know the, the the things that i always preach and you know when we were down there too um you know to, to be a de- great defensive lineman you gotta have great get off you gotta have great hands and you gotta have great second step right you know because that second step that's the one that's changing direction right? right so yeah i mean those three things uh but hands and get off you know the, the, those are staples
1: yeah talk a little bit more about footwork because uh, you know i didn't realize how important it was when you explained it to me one day i think we were eating lunch and you're talking about it like it's almost like pitter patter right you almost like but you're going and, and eating up ground I think a lot of kids get infatuated with what they see on YouTube with these pass rush yeah, coaches, yeah. whether you're doing, you know, swim move, long yeah. step, you yeah. know, you know, Euro step and doing all that. Yeah. Talk about the footwork about it because I think it's from Michael Strahan, even Aaron Donald right now, J.J. Watt and T.J. Watt, those guys have it down pat, and it's what you guys used to do all the time.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, there's a big difference between guys that are lining up on the, the edge as opposed to the guys inside. The guys inside, you don't want a big long first step, right? Because right. then you kind of get this gap in between you and it's hard to get your second step back up. So you want almost a, a shorter, quicker. You want to get that foot up and down, um, but still gaining ground. Um, you know, on the end, when they're kind of going after the quarterback, they can kind of, you know, take those kind of longer, yeah. like you kind of getting out of the blocks. But even, even when you see those, uh, you know, track dudes, I mean, you know, I know everybody's kind of got I guess different theory, but I think you see some of those guys, they're trying to get as many steps in sometimes, right? After that first step, they're kind of, boom, they're they're getting those legs up and down and they're grinding. And, uh, yeah, Amon probably could could speak well to that. Um, But, uh, yeah, you know, big difference. I mean, you just got to, you know, it's such a, really, you know, sometimes people, when you talk about footwork or whatever, you know, they, They kind of just think of it maybe in, in, in big terms, but you know, like you said, it really kind of comes down to just these tiny little, you know, just the difference between like a, a 45 degree angle and you know, 55 degrees and, and, or, you know, 35 degrees and where that puts you, you know, you certainly don't want to come out of your stance and have like duck feet, you know, like. You lose kind of your power
1: and. Hey man, chill out now. That's me now. That's
0: me. But but when it's game time, you're just you're you're running the ball, right? Yeah. You're not even (laughs) thinking about that. But when you walk down the street, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you know, uh, so you kind of want to keep, you know, you want to keep your your weight kind of underneath your feet. You don't want to get too wide. You definitely don't want to get too narrow. When you talk about that second step, you don't want to. When you got to turn, you don't want to step. Back in, Coach McBride used to call it stepping in a barrel, right? right? Where then you get your feet kind of together. You don't want to get too wide. You just always got to have a nice base. You got to be able to keep your feet moving. Usually, the, the, the area that you could see it with defensive linemen, right? I mean, once you get engaged, a lot of guys, the first tendency is to kind of stop their feet. And you see it a lot like down on the goal line where guys, they just, you know, sometimes they're, they're, they're fighting for leverage, but then they forget about their feet. And then when their feet stop, that's usually yeah. it. You're done, right? If The uh, the guy that's working his feet is usually going to be the guy that, that that wins that battle.
1: What are some of the things, you know, the defensive line I felt last year started to kind of play more yeah. consistent, yeah. maybe after the change in scheme. Uh, you can give your opinion on that. I just felt like they started to kind of dictate a little bit more. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. But talk about how they were able to have that good foundation from last year and how it kind of flowed over into a Coach Knighton this year which they yeah. were able to be more consistent, it yeah. seemed like, from Game 1 to Game 12. Just talk about that from your perspective and your intimate knowledge.
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think when you look at, at you know, what they were trying to do under Scott, they were in a lot of uh, two eyes and four eyes. Right. Um, you know, those are alignments. for. Yeah, for talk about, like, where that's at right. for the yeah. – so head up, you know, on the guard would be just a two technique. Head right. up on the center is a zero. If you're kind of shaded on the center, that's just a shade. Uh, one technique, uh, well, you don't really use, I guess one technique. Yeah. No, nobody really, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't think they, anyone calls it. They usually just call it a shade, I think. Um, but, you know, two eye is your your outside eye is on his inside eye. So it's, it's not quite head up, you know, your inside and, you know, the same thing. Three technique is outside yeah. shade of the guard. Four eye is, is inside shade of the tackle. Kind of gets a little confusing out there. It goes to five technique, goes to outside. Six technique yeah. is back inside, you know, head up. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, so they, uh, under under Chins and, and um, you know, uh, Bill, you know, they were, and I, I don't want to, uh, you know, say it was Bill's. Yeah. To, you know, idea to keep him in two eyes, or, but that that's what we had been running. You right. know, up to up to that point, and uh, um, you know, I think this year you're seeing a more where you got uh, Nash, where he's either in a zero, he's kind of head up on that center, or he's, he's shaded, or they're in three techniques, or wide threes, kind of right. real loose threes, almost almost four eyes, um, but kind of more in that gap. Um, sometimes you see. I'm in mean, five techniques. You're seeing more defensive end play kind of similar to what we had. Yeah. Um, so I like, I like that. And obviously there, there's, I think they're just being more aggressive. Right. Um, you know, I, I know playing those two eyes and four eyes, those are two of the toughest techniques to play. Um, I never had to play one really like on a consistent basis until I got in, uh, to Carolina and, uh, it's tough. You know, you're, you're kind of, you're giving up this, 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 You know, uh, angle here automatically, right? In your alignment, um, but you're kind of tight to that guy, that tackle, right? Whereas in the three technique, you still got a little bit of room there where if you get up the field and you get off the ball quick enough, you can kind of play either, you know, behind that that block if if that tackle's blocking down, or, you know, you can still play in front of it. Um, But I just like with the way they've gotten, it seems like a little more aggressive, you know, than maybe what we had been doing.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's one thing that uh, was in, – and in which it, I think allowed them to get to the ball more, Yeah, right, to kind of yeah. where you can kind of make yeah. you, you plays want, out of the tackle or out of the stack.
0: You, I mean, you, you can talk to – you don't, you don't want defense to be that complicated, right? right? Yeah. I think that's yeah. what was so great about Charlie. Uh, you know, it was, hey, you put your hand in the dirt, ball snaps, you go find the ball. You know, you yeah. play the block, and then you go find the ball. Uh, you know, it was it, same, the same way all the yeah. way back at second level, third level. You know, obviously, everybody's got their 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 rules and, right. and stuff they have to do. Um, you know, on any particular play, but um, yeah, you know, you just want to be aggressive. I mean, Charlie always used to say playing defense was eighty percent emotion, twenty percent technique. Right. right. I mean, don't overthink it. I, I I think sometimes, um, I think we can bog them, you know, down with too much. Bog them yeah. down with too much, and, and I think you know that may have kind of creeped in. You know, I think a little bit, especially when you don't get off to a good start, right? Because then everyone starts to panic, right? Right. And it's like, well, maybe we're not doing enough. we got to do more. Let's do more, more, more. And more is not always the answer. I mean, Charlie, he wanted us to watch some film, but he did not want us going home watching like six hours of film, right? right? He did not, like, if, if, especially up front, if you can play with good technique, I don't, I mean, when I say technique, I mean hands and feet and, you know, leverage and all that stuff that I was talking about. You you should be able to play anything for right. the most part. You know some yeah. some some techniques are harder than others, but I think you should be able to play most techniques. And the name of the game playing defensive line is kick the you know what out of the guy in front of you and go right. find the ball.
1: How how uh, before we get, go to break here, at what point in your career? Because I was we were talking about earlier in the week where some people can turn the page too quick on a you know a, a recruit or a yeah. player because yeah. you can tell the way I looked as a, when I came in there as a freshman. They probably like get them up out of there. How long until your career playing, especially on the D line with the people you played behind? You're like, okay, now I'm starting to kind of get it a yeah. little bit. Yeah. You know, get, got true yeah. confidence. Versus, yeah. I always say, there's when I first started playing, I was just out there kind of getting that, staying yeah. out of the way. Versus, yeah. all right, I'm here to make plays. Yeah,
0: yeah, and that was you know your redshirt freshman year, yeah. and my redshirt sophomore year when we you know we're, we're starters for the first time and. I remember being out there and being like, man, I just don't want to screw up. Right. Just don't, <laughs> don't screw up. And, you know, if I can get to the ball carrier second or third or yeah. something, I'll be happy with that, yeah. you know. And, you know, then I, I think the difference then was then my junior year. Um, you know, and that's four years then in the program. Right. I mean, and, you know, I know kids want to play now, right? But the reality is, you know, when especially when you're talking about red shirting and stuff, your year at the end of your career, you know, as opposed to playing a true freshman year, you're going to be a whole lot better at the right. end. Do you know what I mean? So be. I don't yeah. know why guys feel like well, if I'm not playing, I'm leaving or or I'm 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 not going there, or, I'm transferring or whatever. You know, sometimes you just got to trust in the process and and you know, it's not always in your best interest to right. to get out there, you know, your freshman year. Now, at the same time, I think fans got to kind of, you know, lower their expectations a little bit right. on some of these new guys coming in. What you did in high school doesn't mean anything. Right. Once you get here to Nebraska, you might as well just erase your high school career permanently or you get to any school, right? You go to Miami, you get yeah. to Florida state, Georgia, Alabama, what you did in high school doesn't mean anything at this point. Right. It's all about what you do now. So if you're not ready to go, then just, you know what, take Figure the redshirt year, take some time. mature. I mean, you remember what it was, like. and I was fortunate. I had my brother here my first year, you know. Yeah. For, so, so my adjustment was a little bit easier than some other guys who came here and didn't know anybody, right. um, You know. So, uh, I, I think sometimes they're 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 in a little bit of a rush. I think the fans, you know, they want them to to perform right away. Sometimes, you know, most of the time they're not ready, um, you know. But oh, at, on the the flip side, you know, they also can't, you know rip these kids to shreds when they go out there, you know, as a true freshman, freshman if they yeah. get thrown out there and they don't succeed, it right. doesn't mean the guy's going to be a, a a bum or whatever, right. you know, he still may end up being a great player for you, but the criticism and, you know, the, the, the name call and everything on social media, that stuff. If you do that to a true freshman, that has the potential to ruin him for the rest of his career.
1: Yeah. 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 That's a lot of insight there. It's good stuff there. Cause look, he's one of the best defensive tackles to play here. And he, you know, had to go through, or we all went through it. So, especially with recruiting starting, I think, Friday, right, Austin? Or today. Actually, today is Friday. It's a good way to kind of temper expectations, but then also be realistic. We're going to go to break, come back, ask Jason a little bit about the season, what he thinks they'd be looked for next year, uh, you know, or what they could do possibly to get better next year. Jay Foreman, Jason Peter, and Austin. We'll be right back. You're listening to Old School with DP and J.